When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Hi, Amanda. What's up? I'm so glad to see you. Likewise. Likewise. Some fun topics today. I just wanted to say I'm really excited to talk about Chris Pine. Man, man is he a legend. I, I have so many thoughts about wine, about literature, about <laughs> Spitgate, but mostly about the wine and the literature. The literature. Chris Pine, uh, there, Alex Papadimus wrote a profile of Chris Pine for Esquire, which we are going to discuss. And it also came with a separate web page, a link, if you will, to his to his own reading list. And it's yes. it's honestly thrilling. I have to say Chris Pine is Chris Pine might be who I want Brad Pitt to be. I, I have a thought that I had that we can discuss. Okay. But we're oh, we're also gonna just, you know, hit some other topics. Like I'm confused what's happening with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez, but we're gonna try to figure it out. Right. And unfortunately, I am not gonna be able to illuminate you, but like we'll talk it out. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> And, oh, Megan and Harry have been evicted. We'll come back to that in a second. But first, <laughs> the biggest thing that's happened in my world, and mm-hmm. this is like without a doubt, is the Vanderpump Rules drama. And I was curious, Amanda, to what extent you were aware of said drama. Oh, I'm aware of it because it's certainly like gone viral, basically, like a true yeah. internet <laughs> sensation. And many people who I follow on the internet are invested in this and are posting about it with regularity and it seems to have like consumed their hearts. So I I wanted to talk to you, Juliette Littman, about this. And I would say that my perspective is basically the same as when you 
update me on what happened on Grey's Anatomy, which is like <laughs> similar, I, similar I've, West Coast I've, friend group who worked together. I've con- yeah, I've consumed sort of the like pop cultural like extracurricular data, but I have no connection to what's actually happening. And most of my interest is on how you are processing it as an expert in the field and also a friend of mine. So I would love both like the sociological updates and the emotional updates. Is this like day five for you? It broke on Friday. So yes, yeah. this is day five. This okay. is day five for for us regular people. Okay. This is this is not nearly this is not emotional for me. It's just sort of like thrilling. Okay. Because there's some some good drama. But it's also like this is just like trash, trash humans. Our colleague Chelsea Stark Jones, who is one of the producers of Morally Corrupt, which is our Bravo podcast on the Ringer reality TV feed, she was like helping us with the outline for our emergency pod on Saturday. And she and she titled it Trash Tom Cheats with Equally Trash Raquel. And okay. I thought that was a really apt way of putting it. But so basically, Tom Sandoval has been on Vanderpump Rules since day one. He's one of the original cast members. He came onto the show dating a woman named Kristen Doty, who has been nixed for she was involved in a racial incident with one of their cast members from a few seasons ago. And when that came to light, she was fired. Okay. At the beginning of the show, Kristen and Tom were dating. Kristen cheated on Tom with their friend Jax while Tom was asleep in the other room. I'm I've you've lost me, but okay. Kristen and Tom dated. Kristen and Tom both cheated on each other. It's long water under the bridge. Kristen's off the show. And Tom has now been, Sandoval has been with Ariana for nine years. They lived together in a modern farmhouse in Valley Village. They were part of the Vanderpump Rules exodus to Valley Village a few years ago. For a long time, I think they didn't have furniture and they got a lot of shit for it, but they really settled in in Valley Village. A major storyline this season is that Sandoval's best friend, also named Tom Schwartz, his name is Tom Schwartz. He was as alleged rumored to, be, to have hooked up with this woman named Raquel, who's also on the show. This is controversial because Schwartz is recently divorced from another cast member, and Raquel is recently unengaged from yet another cast member. So it was like a big deal that Schwartz and Raquel maybe made out, even though there was no real proof of it at first. And then they did make out at a wedding, but like it just basically turned out that Raquel and Schwartz was a cover-up for Raquel and Sandoval who have been having a secret affair since the summer. Okay. Some 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 pinpointed at July, some pinpointed at last Coachella. And so Ariana, who has been with Sandoval for the last nine years, is the most uncontroversial, uncontroversial person on Bravo. Like she's as close to normal as it gets with being on Bravo. Like she's like a regular person with relatable insecurities and she's just I like living she's life. Incredibly attractive. She's in really like pretty, LA yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's really pretty. She's also okay. just like been vulnerable on TV. Their relationship hasn't been perfect, but like they're very, you could, you could root for Ariana. So when this came out, the fact that trash Raquel was actually cheating with trash Sandoval and they've been elaborately lying to seemingly everyone seemingly for like the last seven months, like people just lost their shit. And anyone who watches Bravo is just like, holy shit. Even if you don't know a ton about Vanderpump, but like you're, part of the Bravo universe, you know, this is like a huge deal. And so it's, and then like more details have trickled out about like the elaborateness of their secret affair and whatever, like matching necklaces and shit like that. What? Yeah. And so it's really fucked up. It's really, really fucked up. So is the shock because they were able to keep it as secret from even like the producers of like Vanderpump world? 
Well, I don't, I think the producers knew is my, okay. my two cents because they immediately like were filming again. Like they okay. were started, like they, they like called people back or whatever to do like another two weeks of filming. But I think, I think they were, the, the crew and production was too available to pick up when this broke that I think production has been aware. So there's that. The shock is that the storyline that's been being peddled for like the, the last four episodes and like on the blogs, the months leading up to it, because we're one month into a new season, they're usually like four or five months, is that Raquel and Schwartz were having like a thing, even though Schwartz had just broken up with Katie and they agreed not to date in the friend group. So the okay. shock is that Schwartz and Raquel was like a total red herring for Sandoval and Raquel. And then the other shock is that people love Ariana and they just like want to defend her. Okay. So bring me through the weekend. What, like, what was kind of your, (laughs) you said it's not emotional for you. Is that because it's like all of these people are just like reality chess pieces and kind of, I do think Ariana is like a legitimately good person. I also feel for her like even before this, like I think she like has like, she's just had struggles like mental health and whatever. I, it's not emotional for me because like when I watch Vanderpump Rules, I feel disgusted. Like, I'm just like, I can't believe these are people who live in a city that I know really well. And like, we lived like parallel lives, like just like truly like in like a literal sense of like, they were living in Los Angeles and like, so was I. And like, they got married and have kids and they moved to the Valley, to the Valley or further out. And like, I saw my friends do that too. Like the, the bare facts of their life are so familiar, but they're such either vapid or evil people that it's like just very it's a very complicated show for me at this point it used to be funny but as they've gotten like richer and more famous it's way more like warped and dystopian and so i i just like i I don't truly like anyone like i'm just like you're all fucked up this friend group is all fucked up obviously they do a lot of shit for the show but it's it's grounded in truth like behind it like this is who they are which is like crazy people Okay, so it's you're not repulsed because they're just like a bunch of people faking it for the cameras. You're repulsed because they're just like sort of bad people that you think are shining, yeah. like their badness is shining through on TV. But and but you feel distance from them, so Correct. it's easier. And I do think also once you've signed up for a reality show, it takes away that level of judgment of like, oh, should we know this? Like, should we be intruding on their lives? Which like you and I talk about, but. We still live in people's lives all the time. Also, yeah, they sign up for it. They create lies too. Like they're not like lies, but they create storylines that are not actually true to okay. their lives. And so, you know, what and that's that's part of the shock is that like they that Raquel and whomever created this Schwartz storyline that was covering up an actually way bigger transgression within the friend group. So it's sort of like it's just so crazy. And then the other thing you start asking is like, who knew, who knew what and when? Mm-hmm. And like, is, is this all fake? I don't think so. I think it's actually an affair, but I do think people, I, I really do think production knew. It's just too convenient okay. otherwise. So what are the ramifications? Well, the Toms are supposed to be filming this other show called Winter House soon. So I guess like they'll, which is a, which is like when people from all the different Bravo shows that are not housewives come together and they go skiing for a few weeks, like a winter house, summer house, but winter. So there's that Sandoval and Schwartz have two establishments together. They have Tom Tom and they have Schwartz and Sandy's two different bars. One is in Franklin village and one is in West Hollywood. One's in Franklin village. Yes. It's recently opened. Like right next to the Oaks. Yes. Across from Scientology castle. 
Wow. Okay. You can go to it, Amanda. I used to live near it. I I used to live very near, but I I don't get over to that part of the woods very often. So I'm I'm curious what the scene is like. There's like also like a UCB theater there. Yes, there is. Los Angeles really meeting. Exactly. That's why Vanderpump Rules is like both so real, but also so upsetting is like, it's a real depiction of how people think LA is. And then like LA refracts that back where it's like here, it's, you know, it's like, Coming, if you come from like random place in the world and you're like, I want to sp- experience Hollywood, like you could just go to the Schwartz and Sandys and UCB and you have like a great night to tell your well, friends. And then, about. and then also you go one block down to the Gelsons on Franklin, which is where you can actually <laughs> see like A list celebrities. It really is a microcosm of Los Angeles in two blocks because you've got the comedians or the wannabe comedians, you've got the reality strivers, and then you've got like Angelina Jolie, you know, shopping for crackers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, overpriced like crackers and eggs. Yeah. 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 And so I just, it's just as a real shockwave of like the alliances for the show. The other rumor is that Kristen might be coming back as a result of this, but like I don't understand why Kristen and Tom is such old nudes and like no one thought that was an important relationship. So it's so stupid, but it's, it's just like it is to your point. Like, d- do you know, like, do you know about Vanderpump Rules or did you hear about Vanderpump Rules? Like, basically became like a meme in like, mm-hmm. 24 hours. Yeah. And it's really funny. Like reality TV doesn't usually have that power anymore, but people, like it wasn't like Richard Hatch winning Survivor, you know, like, but this really took off. Yeah. But it is funny to be on the outside of it. It's like this experience is, I guess, how other people feel when there's like, the spit gate or the Oscars or something that I follow like really intensely and other people are just sort of like, you know, I like I'm a person in the world, so I consume some news, but I don't know the whole story and I haven't been on the blogs, you know, and I haven't been breaking it all down via via TikTok. So it's interesting. I guess you said you went to watch what happens live last night, right? I did. Yes. For what an episode was... that hasn't aired yet. Okay. Well, I guess I don't I don't I know talk what about your, the experience, though. your spoilers are. But yeah, can you tell us what the vibes were like? Yeah, everyone wanted to talk about Tom and Ariana. Like, it was yeah. like, a, it was on everyone's mind. And I was like, will I've learned anything. But it was like a hot topic. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of like extra information around the halls of Watch What Happens Live. But I think they're still figuring it out in real time. But I, okay. I, I do think that like, there was some scrambling that happened on behalf of the network and production. But like I said, I think production got at least a few days heads up for this, if not completely. Do you think this brings new viewers to Vanderpump? No, I don't. You don't? Actually. Okay. Do you? Because like you don't want to tune in, do you? N- no. This this will be my content. And, and frankly, I think everyone should have a concierge service where they get to ask <laughs> you. Like you could charge like cameo style for this. And you just like get one on one with people and be like, so this is what's happening. And like, this is the, this is the implication. Because of watching Love, I- Love Island, I've been thinking yeah. a lot about how reality TV increasingly mimics sports and not mm-hmm. actual reality. And do you remember Sports Phone where you could call a number and like get scores and it would just like Bigly. tell you what was happening? Yeah, that actually does sound familiar. Yeah. What you're dis- what you're describing is sort of like Sports Phone, but for reality TV or for pop culture where you call a number. And like you get in 60 seconds or less an explainer on something you don't understand, which right. would be really funny. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like we're creating new business ideas right here that maybe, you know, just like don't steal it. That's copyrighted. 
I am very grateful for this explanation. This it does kind of feel like sort of a closed circuit controversy, even though yeah. it became incredibly viral. But it's it doesn't feel. I agree with you. I don't know whether it'll bring a lot of new members, but I'm really happy for all of the for everyone who got some joy from this drama. Bravo needed this. Like a lot of the a lot of the time, the drama on Bravo. I mean, like I feel really bad for Ariana and like not to discount it, but there's no children involved here. Tom and Ariana were not never actually married, so hopefully their legal set like their legal split will not be so complicated. Though they own a home together, it's just like a little bit more fun. Though I'm disgusted. They've been together for nine years. That's common law, also, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So especially in California, but anyway, they. Like, just so often with Bravo, the drama is, like, really, like, just doesn't sit right. And, like, I'm not saying this is, like, I'm happy about this and I feel shitty for Ariana. But there aren't, there's not so many ethical questions. It's pretty clear right. that that right. Tom and Raquel are trash and Ariana is not. So, yeah. I feel great. That's that's my my bottom line. I'm <laughs> glad. Day five, still still feeling good. Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much for asking, Amanda. You're, you're a great colleague. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm always interested in your outlook on the world, specifically reality TV. (laughs) Shall we move on? Yes. Harry and Meghan being evicted. I mean, we just gotta, we just gotta talk about it. Prince Charles, excuse me, King Charles III. Sure. Casey III has asked his son and daughter-in-law, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, to vacate the apartment or uh, they were given or the home they were given at Frogmore Cottage on the grounds of Windsor Palace. And they are doing so because Andrew, disgraced prince, brother of King Charles III, has been asked to move out of his larger home at the Royal Lodge in York to move into Frogmore Cottage. And this was considered a fuck you. And the fuck you back was that Meghan and Harry went on date night approximately 90 minutes away from their home in Montecito to the San Vicente bungalow. I did wonder <laughs> about the logistics of this also. 90 minutes is generous, by the way, at that time in the of rain, night. Yeah. A weeknight. Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> they did a photo op where they were just like looking happy and carefree. Yeah. And once again, the royal family, like Tom and Raquel, remain trash. Yes, they really do. I, what I read is that the eviction notice was served like one day after the release of Spare, Prince Harry's memoir, mm-hmm. which I, you wonder if that's true, but then also they, these people really seem bad at publicity and image management across the board. So it seems completely likely that Charles, you know, read a dossier of a, a summary of the book and was like, get these people out. I would not be surprised if some of the Andrew drawing the line situations were connected to Harry and Meghan's camp Mm. in terms of being like, well, do you know what they want to do with it? I'm just pointing it out. They have been very vocal in the press, but like, that's fine. That's their right. I do wonder how they're allegedly like friends with Eugenie. So you kind of wonder how how that is all working, like expressing their outrage about this in real time that it's also like your your incredibly problematic dad. So that's it makes me it wonder if if Eugenie has has distanced herself from her father. I mean she probably has to, but and 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 you're probably right. But you know, it's still embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? But I guess yeah, these people these people don't really seem to be embarrassed. That's the thing. No one seems to feel shame anymore about anything. 
Also, what a bad look for KC3. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Like, yeah, you guys got to get out and Andrew's moving in. Here's, yeah, no, it is bad. Here's the thing. Like, they were out. Like, they were not living there, you know? So I'm like, what's, why isn't there someone in the palace who can be like, what if you just didn't hand them an eviction notice? You know, they're not <laughs> using the space. Like, what if we just did this off the books? What if you found another house for your, like, disgraced, you know, sex criminal brother? Question for you. If the eviction notice was served right after Spare came out, which was in early January, like January week two, and we only heard about this last week, do you think that there's something else going on that has yet to drop where Megan and Harry orchestrated like the leak of this information and then the photo shoot? Because it sounds like I didn't, I think you're totally right that it sounds like they yeah. probably revealed the Andrew piece of it, but I, I, it's just like timeline wise kind of confusing. Fair game. Yeah, of course. Also, I realize I should probably say alleged sex criminal for legal reasons. But yes. anyway, I think you're right. I mean, the coronation is kind of looming as well. And like whether they'll go back and whether there will like, quote unquote, peace be made is sort of TBD. So I I don't know whether they don't seem to have like a super long term strategy. I, I did think it was sort of interesting. He released this book. I guess he did a like a trauma specialist live stream this weekend where he was like psychedelics are a huge part of my life, which is like cool. Sure. Whatever helps, bud. But like I'm like I, I don't need any more. I read every page of that damn book and I don't need to hear from him for a very long time is my take. So. I don't know whether they were planning for that. I don't know if you watched the Chris Rock live special, but there was a, a Megan segment, which since he's been touring that material for a while, maybe they were like aware of that and trying to plot against it. I think that I just did not like think it was partic- that segment was particularly like insightful or funny. Like, I, you know, he you said the go- same thing everyone else has been saying. You exactly. Didn't I was just like, you didn't Google it. Is it the thing that like everyone has said on the Internet for, for like, years, three years now? So yeah. were I them, I would have just like not responded. But I don't know whether like the recent flurry of things is enough or whether they have some. They, they know of some future thing coming. It's it doesn't it seems like everyone is sort of like plotting for may because that's when the coronation is that's my take right right which we have by the way haven't discussed that my other favorite ongoing meme oh, yeah. right now is all of, is like all of the musicians who will not play at the coronation we finally found the line for ed sheeran yeah. i give ed sheeran i give ed sheeran a hard time i actually think he seems like a pretty good guy but <laughs> But Ed Sheeran and Adele were like most notably like will not perform. And then others, other other people have come out and it's just like become like this big meme, which I'm enjoying. I can't wait to find out who does actually perform. It does seem like a big hassle. And like for for what? I I can't believe that they're holding like a big ass coronation. That's so silly. It is 2023. You know what I mean? I just. Yeah, what, yeah it's, it's, it's and like, just. And the UK is an economic crisis, I know. so yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I mean, if I were Ed Sheeran and Adele, I, I definitely wouldn't want to be a part of it. No, no, thanks. Also, just seems, it it seems inconvenient, but also just like really bad luck. Like, no, yes, that's 
not going to fly. And meanwhile, they're releasing stories about like the, the oil is going to be like sperm, like whale sperm free or something. Like, okay. <laughs> I just like, what are we doing? Like what? <laughs> Guys, come on. Well, Charles really cares about the environment and nature. Yeah. So that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good, good luck to stuff. everyone, I guess. There's also some, it just, it's impossible to know what's actually happening with Megan and Harry. I will say one thing I enjoyed about the month of their Netflix documentary followed by Spare is that we had a lot of material that was coming from them and like that that was like sanctioned by them. And so we were able to like evaluate the decisions they were making on like what to share. Right. Now that we're back to like relying on press and media reports, it just feels like so useless because I'm just like, this is all who knows where this is coming from. And like, like, it, it just is, is a, such a waste of time. I'm, so I'm, in some ways, I'm like, if we're going to have to continue to talk about them, I actually do need them to continue to supply content because That's I true. can't trust anything else. Well, they did. They confirmed that they were asked to move out like the same mm-hmm. day, which made me think that they were at least aware of the timing of the the press machinations. And then, as you pointed out, they went to San Vicente Bungalows, which like, let's let's go back to that. OK, so they live in Montecito. OK. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I have I have tried and I have never made it from Santa Barbara to Los Angeles, especially that like that's West Hollywood is San Vicente, but you know, mid Los Angeles in less than two hours. I like I, I like you could do it at two in the morning, maybe. Yeah. Or like the week of Christmas when no one's around. But that's kind of it. Otherwise yeah. it's there's always traffic. Okay. So Two hours, probably more like two and a half to three. Do you think they like took meetings? You think, are they staying overnight in LA? It was raining. So they weren't, there's no helicopter involved, I hope. Right. Which could be an option otherwise. They must have stayed over for the night. Maybe they're like back at Tyler Perry's or something, or maybe they had been there all day and they were going home after that. But it's really absurd. I have to say, Megan looks great in a rain photo op. Like, it was rainy for their she last round. She looked beautiful. Yeah. She looked great. Yeah, but she looked, but like, she looked really good for the last round of press with that blue dress in the UK, like, two years ago or three years ago, whatever it was. And then three years ago. And then she was wearing just like a great, like, leather leggings and like a sort of very, like, a wrap trench coat. And mm-hmm. she looks, she looked great. I loved her style. Very beautiful. Yeah, I agree. I thought, I <laughs> thought her, like, casual makeup looked great too. Same. Same Z's. Yeah. A uh, good luck to everyone. I'm seriously on, the, on this on your wishing you nothing but wonderful things on your <laughs> next only wonderful things. I think was the the phrasing. Okay. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says, Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. 
Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Onward. Let's talk about Chris Pine, movie star of my dreams. Chris okay. Pine, for his profile experience with magazine writer Alex Papadimus, chose, at least this is one of the activities, going in the sauna at his home. I consider awesome. that absolutely, absolutely elite. Like, it's not like it's a hike. It's not like a meal. It's not like whatever. It's like, come to my house where I can be your shaman, basically. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. Chris Pine seems like, I don't know if he's like a great hang for me, but he just seems like a pretty fun hang. And like, he's just, I feel like he's doing life properly. I'm really, I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I, I liked him already. And now I'm like definitively a fan based on this profile. Right. I am very pro Chris Pine. I want to share some other details about the. Please. So this was done at his home, which is somewhere in Los Feliz, it would seem, because you can see the Griffith Observatory from, from the house. And which he bought in 2010 for a reported 3.1 million. I really appreciate the real estate details in this. So <laughs> apparently, somewhere on the property, he has some wine, some grapes, some growing that he uses to make wine, which he calls fine pine wine. And one of the fine pine wines that he makes is called Miss Sovi B. 2021, which is just <laughs> phenomenal and absurd. Miss Sovi B, you know? I would so love funny. to try Miss Sovi B. I like a Sauvignon Blanc. I do. Too, I'm not it's, always it's in California, go-to. but, you know, listen. Never I trust, but. Yeah, I trust Chris Pine to find what's good in the grapes. And I like that he's trying, you know? Me too. I, yeah. yeah. I, he's just like, he's he's doing a lot. I have to say, this is a very great profile i like one of the best i've read in a long time alex papadimus is very good at the celebrity profile in general and i i also really appreciated that of course the don't worry darling details that we wanted are like basically in 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 the first 1000 words so get it out of the way (laughs) it gave us a lot and it just seems like he's doing he's just really doing things right he loves florence pio in case anyone was wondering has no ill will towards prince harry towards prince harry towards harry styles (laughs) right And I don't know. He's just like, I thought the memes were funny. 
and he's doing well. He's he's in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Amanda, I didn't know this was a thing until like this past weekend. I, what's funny is that this is a cover to promote the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is a really <laughs> you know who else is in the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Hugh Grant and. <laughs> I know that I know that Hugh Grant has a, has a lot of children and needs to, you know, wants to send them to nice schools or whatever. But I'm like concerned for my guys. But <laughs> but that's OK. You know what? Sometimes you need the money in order to pursue your own vanity wine label and also to have a sauna at your house and <laughs> and also to buy all of the books that you're buying. I'd really like to talk about the book list. Let's. What What was your first reaction, Amanda? Well, so this was sent to me by our friend, Chris Ryan. Same. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And Chris also, Chris is is a great reader, but I would say that Chris reads sometimes like slightly different, you know, different reading list than me. But the Chris Pine of it all was so intoxicating that it got Chris Ryan interested in reading the Copenhagen trilogy, the Tove Didlitzen book, because it is yeah. one of the books on this list. I think one of the, the only women authors on this list, but that's okay. You know, and I would just like to say thanks, Chris Pine, for like bringing my friends into the, you know, into the space, because <laughs> I do think that's a pretty remarkable book. This is, this is impressive. I also like that he is like not, it's, it, one could say that it is a pretty, pretentious list or a, a, a highbrow list, if you will. But I think it's I think it's highbrow, but not pretentious. I think I agree with you because he's not also like pretending anything other than I read these books and I really liked him. And they're talking about Underworld, a Don DeLillo book, and then Alex Papadimas re- recommends a different Don DeLillo book. And Chris Pine is like, oh cool, I'll read that. He's not I'll like doing the fa- <laughs> he's not doing like the fake, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh yeah, I heard about that, or the thing that like some people like I feel like, especially in New York, like pretend to do of being like, Yeah, of course, like I know everything. He's just like, I'm interested. I found this and then I found this. Like I went to Skylight and I saw this book and it like won the Pulitzer Prize. And I was like, cool, I'll read it. I, that's that's great. Discovery is amazing. Shout out to you, Chris Pine. It really is. And he also like it's a really good mix of of classics and new. I mean, I, I too love A Tale of Two Cities. So I was absolutely delighted to see that on his list. Here's Chris Pine, owner of a personal sauna and maker of wine, reminding us to be aware of what happens when the middle class dies. I mean, thank you. <laughs> also, he the, the nonfiction he picks is like eminently readable nonfiction, which I also really enjoy, like including yes. In Cold Blood and... It's a re- it's just a great list. One more thing is like so they're they're going through a stack of books on his desk, I believe. But mm-hmm. so there are multiple books. Like there are two Norman Mailers, there are two Comtoibans because like he clearly gets interested in an author and then he's like I'd like to read more of this, you know? Like which is I just think, you know, evidence of like an engaged mind. Like that's dope. I really like that of being like, hmm, I'm going to, I'm going to learn more. I'd like to dive deep into this. Yeah. I, I love Colm Toybean. Like he's one of my favorite writers. I, I read The Master. I haven't read The Magician, but we were just talking about him because I just read Nora Webster and I was like, yeah, man, love Toybean. He's great, great pick. <laughs> I hope you read Nora Webster too. The Master is also about Henry James and in the same year, Toy Bean and my other favorite, one of my other favorite writers, David Lodge, also wrote a book about Henry James. So it's it a real tough year for me of like, where do my allegiances lie when it comes to a novelization of Henry James? But nevertheless, great stuff from Chris Pine. Just really appreciate this man. 
Also, just for the record, he claims that uh, he says that Harry Styles didn't spit on him, and he was just like zoned out yeah. looking at the ceiling. The end. Thank I mean, you, thank you for addressing he, it. He liked all the humor. memes. Yeah, A plus. <sighs> Great stuff. All right, moving on. I was just catching up on page six over the weekend, and a feud came to my attention that I'm going to be honest, Amanda, I can't completely explain to you, but I just wanted to like mention because okay. page six is covering it breathlessly. So. It turns out that though Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber have been together for, like, a long time and Selena Gomez is, like, onto a new phase of her career where she's, like, cute podcast girl from Only Murders in the Building. Right. She's still fighting with Haley Bieber, apparently. Or it seems, it seems based on the page six description, that Haley Bieber and her BFF, Kylie Jenner, are, like, fighting with Selena Gomez. And there's, like, digs back and forth. And part of it seems to be around the fact they both are like in the beauty space. And I was going to say, isn't this all just like spawn con for their various beauty lines? Well, like basically, because like a, a big part of this is like how you do your eyebrows. And because I like don't do my eyebrows and like don't am very bad with like makeup and grooming, I'm just like, so who's making fun of whom and how are your eyebrows supposed to look? Because I guess Selena Gomez says she like accidentally laminated her eyebrows on social and then Kylie Jenner made fun of her by showing off her own eyebrows which look very nice being like oh I over laminated them so I don't really know what's going on I'm gonna be honest and I just like I've never felt older than like not being able to decipher this feud I will say we we discussed this briefly before we were recording and I was like I don't know how much I can bring to this I like I'm also vaguely aware of it I didn't really know Kylie Jenner was involved but I did like an old person read an explainer about why like the latest with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez, like being mad at each other, but then they like made pe- like I don't really know. And I read a blog write up that was ultimately the person <laughs> concluded by being like, okay, but so I'm wearing like my road, you know, skin something and my rare beauty, like you know, lip gloss, so like we can all get along. And then I was like, oh, okay, so this is just all viral marketing for their various beauty brands that I think make them all an extraordinary amount of money, which yes. go with God, you know? I haven't tried any of them, but I've heard that Rode is actually very good. I don't know about any of the others. I haven't heard they're not good, but but I've specifically heard that Rode is good. The the thing about, I know about Rode because it got the Gwyneth endorsement and they did like mm. a, Gwyneth and Haley did like a, a couch sit down and they just like talked about their various beauty products for a while. And then it made it into the old people's Instagrams, aka mine Instagram. So yeah, I'm not using any of those products. <laughs> I, I did Google some TikTok beauty videos last night and then at like 10, 15, I don't know why I made this decision. To just, you know what, Juliet? Because we all are aging in our own ways and we're making peace with that oh, process okay. in our own okay, ways. So- and I was just, and I was like, is there something that I could be doing about this? That like, it's so funny you say that. All the reality TV girls that I encounter, aka on The Bachelor in Love Island, I'm like, you all have clearly watched a lot of makeup tutorials and you look great. And I'm like, you all did a good job. Yeah. And I guess I'm happy for you, but I'm also just like, is this the new future where everyone's really good at makeup because they watch YouTube all the time? Right. And I was Googling both like, you know, makeup and are there any skincare tricks? And like Mm. the two answers I got was like, I could do a 15 step makeup process to then be wearing a full (laughs) face of makeup, which like I'm obviously not going to do. 
uh, like time-wise, aesthetic-wise, it's not the Amanda Dobbins way. And then the other answer was fillers. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that either. So I'm SOL and I'm just going to look like me. And that's that's what I'm bringing. I think that's great. I think that's a great outcome. I'm. I, I, by the way, I'm not saying that I won't be doing, you know, fillers or anything else in the future. But right now, I just don't have that kind of. I don't funding. think fillers preclude per, 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 per looking like yourself. Good ones, at least. So there's that. Right. But but especially in Los Angeles, the, you know, there's kind of like a local thing where suddenly, like the the price goes way up in LA. So the really good ones cost more money than I have currently to be spending on. <laughs> Plus, like I got to drive all the way to Beverly Hills. You know, at like regularly, it's not it's not happening for me. But I, if it's working for you, I think that that's not usually it. But anyone listening, I think for that's one. also great. If it's working for one, it's amazing. I'm not precluding it. Just like right now, I'm just I'm bringing the face that nature has given to me because everything else seems extremely complicated, you know? And then <laughs> once you do it, you wind up in some sort of like completely impenetrable online feud with like Justin Bieber's wife. Like what? I don't know. Just, it's it's uh, too it's, much for me. Me too. And I just can't believe Justin Bieber's at the heart of this. He's so not worth it as far as I can tell. I... One thing that seems to be nice about it, don't you think it's moved on past him at this point? I mean, I understand that that's like the original way that they were all pitted against each other. But now at least it's like three women with businesses fighting, you know? Uh, I think that there's still a lot of free. (laughs) That's like a great way of looking at there's a musical about like Estee Lauder versus another one of the early I can't remember right. what it is, like another early makeup brand. But that's a nice way of looking at it. Page six very much frames it around Justin Bieber I'm still. Sure like they there do. was Yeah. So and I don't think I, it's completely moved on. It does also seem like these people have, you know, their their stand groups online. Yeah. And you spend a lot of time doing this and creating it. And also then I think doing like quote unquote organic marketing for the beauty lines, which is, you know congratulations if that's how you're marshalling things again they they all seem very wealthy but like who can say really what's with them and and then but also they live in the panopticon of like their internet existence and how do they separate it from themselves i don't know it seems tough to be 25 even if you're beautiful and rich amen yeah seems great to be chris pine though absolutely i'm i'm accepting all bottles of miss sovi b 2021 We're going to get someone to really explain this makeup feud to us. So more to come on that front. Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley, and we'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.